0: Hello and welcome to The Property Show. I'm Andrew Montlake and with me is my co-host Louisa Fletcher.
1: We're here to talk about all things property. So whether you're staying put, buying, selling, renting or letting.
0: We'll be chatting through the latest news on the housing market and mortgages, as well as sharing our advice and expertise to help you get the best from your home. In today's show, Lou will be talking about help that may be on the horizon for flat owners who are currently struggling to sell or remortgage their homes.
1: Plus, Monty will be looking at why mortgages are at rock bottom rates and how you don't have to be moving home to take advantage of them, plus sharing his picks of the latest mortgage products. We're here to help you make money, save money and most importantly of all, protect yourself, regardless of where you are on your home ownership journey.
0: You good to go, Lou?
1: Warming up for the final sprint, Monty. Hello, Lou. It's,
0: Hello. <laughs> it's a season finale. I know. Da, da, da.
1: Yeah. There you
0: go. How are you feeling about it?
1: Wow. It. I. It, I can't. It feels like just yesterday when we started doing all of this.
0: I know. Fourteen episodes in, plus an extra little one budget yeah. special. So yeah. yeah, fifteen episodes.
1: Yeah. So and
0: uh, and here we are at the end of the season. Have we got cliffhangers?
1: I think, I what think there's, happen? yeah, I think there probably are actually. There's probably a cliffhanger around <laughs> what the housing market will be doing when we come back to all of this in the autumn. <laughs> kind of feels like the first one, I guess. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, we're going to um, leave people for for August, the summer holidays. Yes. And I hope that um, all of you listening are going to get some respite from all the work, have a little refreshing break somewhere or other. Are you doing anything?
1: Uh, we're moving house, Monty. Yeah, so that's, that's
0: your that's your that's your break.
1: So that is that is our ten days off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, fair enough. Yeah. So your life will be boxes and yes. packing. Yes. Yes. Very yes. Very
1: good. And you're going. You're actually going away properly, aren't you? Having well, a proper holiday. We
0: we a staycation. So mm-hmm. yes, we we're going to down to the Jurassic Coast.
1: Oh, lovely.
0: So lovely. nice little cottage. Ten days. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Getting away from it all, but no doubt know. I'll have my computer with me, laptop, <laughs> checking emails, the trick getting is, shouted at by the wife. No,
1: you see, you're doing it all wrong. The trick is, right, if you're going on a staycation, you find someone that's got no broadband, and then oh, that yeah, way... Yeah, but I hate that. Do you? Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be all off the, you know, all up oh, to the whole off-grid thing for a couple no, of
0: weeks. Yeah, well, not these days. I, I get all <laughs> itchy, nervous. <laughs>
1: You get twitchy.
0: Yeah, I get twitchy. Literally, I get little thumb twitches. Mm. It's a, mm. it's a nightmare. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sure. Look, I'm sure things will still carry on without me. <laughs> I'm not actually that important the, in the grand scheme the same. of things.
1: Won't be
0: the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, but there's been a lot going on.
1: There has. And, um, yes. Yes. I
0: think you've got some news for us on the cladding crisis, haven't you? Yes.
1: So, we thought, sort of, the, for the final episode of this season, we'd tackle two pretty big topics today. Um, the first one is something we promised our listeners an update on when we covered this a couple of months ago, and that is the cladding scandal. Um, so, for those of you who are not familiar, um, this is, of course, um, the government's response to the terrible events around Grenfell. Um, a few years ago, um, and there have been various um, measures introduced to ensure that, or to, to aim to ensure, should I say, um, that flats and um, and those who are living in them are adequately protected. Um, and a byproduct of all of that is a thing called an EWS1 certificate, which is required by lenders and surveyors in the event that you're selling a property or remortgaging and, Monty, we've talked about these before, haven't we? So the, yeah. these certificates, yeah. basically, it's not just about cladding. It's about all sorts of other stuff, fire doors and things. And it, and it talks about how safe the building is. Yeah? Is yeah. That fair summarisation, do we think? That's
0: a fair summarisation, yes.
1: Cool. Um, so the, the challenge, of course, is that if you are selling a property, um, which is in a uh, an apartment which would require uh, an EWS one, you have to produce that as part of your pack when you sell the property. And if you're remortgaging, you would be required to produce a copy of the EWS1 um, when at the point that you're remortgaging. And yeah. the challenge, of course, is that as the owner of a flat, if you're a leaseholder, it, it's not up to you to get these things in place. It's down to your freeholder to ensure mm-hmm. that, that these are available um, or indeed the managing agent of the property. And that's kind of where the whole process has ground to a halt for many people because um, there is a bone of contention between whether or not the managing agent deems that an EWS1 certificate is required for the building and what a lender or a solicitor acting on behalf of a buyer may deem is required. Mm. So there's been an awful lot of confusion about this. Um, And this week, the housing secretary, Robert Jemrick, announced plans to work with mortgage lenders to end the need for leaseholders in medium and lower rise blocks to provide EWS1 cladding forms. So that means that for the tens of thousands of people who own flats and apartments, who at the moment can't sell, or even worse, can't get a remortgage and are currently paying a higher rate because they're on their lender's SVR, um, it means that now finally they may get the chance to either access lower rates because they can remortgage or indeed sell their property
0: yeah i think it was it it was a bit of a surprise
1: Mm. that
0: he just came out with that Mm. and um i think the reaction was um was guarded i think Mm. from 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 lenders and valuers Mm. around it i mean it's good news Mm. let's get that straight but it's whether or not it actually follows through and transpires well, that actually yes. i mean it, oh, i can't get my head around it sometimes it, it it's it's we know that there are certain issues with properties and they haven't all been fixed yet but then he comes out with the statement that um that actually, you no longer. We don't think you 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 no longer need an EWS one form. And actually, in, in terms of our reports, a lot of these properties are deemed safe. Mm. So people are going to be a little bit confused. So it's really down to uh, Royal Institute uh, Chartered Surveyors mm. and and for mortgage lenders to actually look at this and say, "Well, okay, we 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 actually do think that that these properties are okay." So mm. there's a bit. There's still a big grey area there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the proposal, as I understand it, is that buildings of 18 metres in height and under would be exempt from the requirement. Do you
0: know why it's 18 metres?
1: I was going to say, do you know why it's 18 metres? No, I I don't. Tell me. Why is that?
0: Because that's the maximum height of the ladders at the fire engine Ah, game. Now, I think that's true. Someone told me that, and I hope it is true. That would
1: be logical, if that is the case. That would be logical. That would be logical, yeah, yeah. So, so if
0: someone's out there, and they de- de- know definitively. Maybe yes. you're a firefighter yourself. Yes, um, yes. We would know. love to hear from that, you that's, if you that's, know the answer I've, to that. That's what I understand. Yeah,
1: it. yeah. No, that that would make total sense. Um, but of course, you know, it it's down to the whole. If it goes ahead, so for me, I think it shows that there is some kind of pragmatism around this it shows that there is a want to try to solve the problem um, I just hope that this continues to move forward and you know we we can get this in motion as soon as possible that all said it doesn't help people who live you know in a higher rise building which mm. you know is over 18 meters because we've still got to fix the challenges that they're that they encountering at the moment so yeah. we're not still out potential of the by any stretch of the. Of, no there's still
0: potential costs for people as of well of course yeah
1: um
0: but look it is moving mm. and it's something that um isn't going to go away mm. but i i'm really hopeful that that actually a lot of the confusion will be cleared up mm. Mm. um because i really do feel for people who are just living in limbo Yeah. really and and we need the market to open up again we need those those properties to be um to be fixed and and to be safe and that's actually that'll that'll help a lot
1: and also for the people who aren't moving to be able to remortgage to access the lovely cheap rates that you're going to be talking about shortly where at the moment they may not be able to do that that will make such a positive financial impact on them So, again, there are many reasons why we need to get this fixed and soon. So, hopefully, when we're back in the autumn, there may be a further update. So, fingers crossed on that.
0: Yes, fingers crossed. Thanks for that, Lou. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Property Show podcast with Andrew Montlake and Louisa Fletcher.
1: So, Monty, this was quite a historic week in mortgage world, wasn't it?
0: It was, Lou. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's yet another historic week yet in another historic week
1: so would you, would you like to explain to our lovely listeners why it was so historic well we
0: know and you know we talk at the end of the show every week about um about mortgage rates and, and we've seen how far they've they started to fall and come down um but they're reaching unprecedented levels <laughs> so we've now get got almost a dozen lenders now with rates at 1% and below.
1: Wow. wow.
0: And rates keep falling. And the really historic thing is I remember when um, digital mortgages by Atom Bank came into the market and they they wanted to release a rate that never been seen before, and they released a 1.24% five-year fixed rate. And everyone went mad and said, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. And everyone piled into that. They really disrupted the market. Mm. We have just seen the first sub 1% five-year fixed rate (laughs) from nationwide at 0.99%. And And that is extraordinary. And And just to
1: reiterate... That is fixed for five years, folks. So it's that not is two fixed years. For
0: five years. No, five it's not years. two years. Yeah. yeah. yeah They're two year fix. They've reduced to 0.91% and a three year fix at 0.94%. So these are extraordinary rates. And I did, I mean, you know, in preparation for these shows, I, I you know, just scour through the rates and, and update my rate sheet and check. I haven't missed anything. Um, and I just keep pinching myself. <laughs> I literally had to get a wet kipper out the fridge <laughs> and slap myself around <laughs> the face with it because it is—it's so darn cheap. And I remember when I started. I know I sound like an old man, no. But when I first started, the top-selling product was a five-year fixed rate at nine point nine nine percent, and that was yeah. flying off the shelves.
1: You see, you see, <laughs> so, I yeah, I remember my first mortgage i remember when i got my <laughs> first mortgage and i thought i'd done really well because it was 1993 and the rate i was paying was i think it was about 8% mm. and i thought i had a bargain of a rate so you yeah, you can, you know you know that was that was a good rate then bearing in mind it hadn't been that long before that we'd seen you know that particular time when interest rates were literally in the teens no i know
0: and there's a whole generation now only known a low interest rate environment yeah which is good in one way but (laughs) it's a little bit worrying if if you think this is it's always going to be like this Mm. Uh, and it might well be for the short medium term but rates surely can't stay this low for forever. I think what we're we're in the midst now of a summer mortgage price war. I was going to say it kind
1: of feels like it's a price war. That yeah. that's that's how it looks to me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and apparently there, there's something like 33 home loans now below one percent. Wow. And I, wow. I've I can't remember. I can't remember in my long and. Um, Checkered history. I mean illustrious history. Um I can't remember this this many rates this low. It's it's crazy. And if I look across the board at 90%, 95% rates are still oh, going down. Still low. Um, there were some 95% rates that were cut by 0.5%. So there's a there's a big drop in rates, and lenders everywhere are looking, how can I get more business in? How can I get more business in? So i don't think nationwide will be the last person with a sub 1% fix wow. and i think you might see two or three of the others i'm thinking of lenders like hsbc natwest maybe even barclays May it'll be really interesting to see if they do follow down below the below the 1% level
1: so see here's the thing right if you were if you were considering taking on a 5 year fix at one of these you know, one of these incredibly cheap mortgages. The question is, how long do I wait? Because will it get any cheaper? Because it's one of those things, isn't it? If we'd have been talking you know, this time last year, we we weren't doing the podcast then, but had we have been, we would have been saying, oh, you know, rates are really low. And, you know, cause, I mean, you, you could have still, I think, well, you would know, but get a sub 2% five year fix, I would have thought this time last year?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, actually I, I remortgage. I think my mortgage is 1.99%. There
1: you go, there you go. Yeah. So, you know, you probably at the time felt very happy about that.
0: Happy? I was, you, uh, I, I was, I was moon delighted. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, now but I'm you, feeling a bit miffed. Well, and that's my point. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's my point. So, you know, do, are we arriving at, at a point where we're on the race to the bottom in terms of rates and there really isn't much lower they can go? Do we think that's reasonable I, to say? And <laughs> I don't know it's the big question. I said then, that yeah.
0: when five-year fixes hit 2.99%, 1.99% yeah. and okay. now 0.99%. So, look, it, it, there's not much more they can go. Of course there isn't. There's only yeah. – because you ne- you're never going to see in this country, I believe, negative interest rates. Mm. So just by definition, therefore, there's only – Point nine nine percent they can fall, yeah. and and for a five year fix, I, you know you might see point one point two. You could even you know, God forbid, be going to another lockdown, etc. You could potentially see see rates fall further, but but not much, not mm. much. the The downside of rates rising is much more probable. Than winning a little bit on rates falling now, mm. so I've been a big five-year fixed-rate fan for for a mm. while, and now that now they're at this level, it's it's sort of a a bit of a no-brainer for mm. me as as long mm. as you you're going to be in the, in your property for five years. If you got mm. you'll need a healthy deposit,
1: yeah,
0: or equity. So you need forty percent equity or forty percent deposit. But but even at you know,
1: well, if, if you you've look got at a what house prices have done. Deposit, uh, it, If you look at what house prices have done over the last year, you know on average they've gone up. You know, depending on which index you're looking at, anywhere between eight and ten percent. So the chances are, if you bought your property even ten years ago, and this is now going to be, you know, your third five-year fix, the chances are you will have. One would think the level of equity required to get into the cheap.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. um, the, the I mean, even, if, even if you've only got 25% equity, you can still get a rate at 1.23 fixed for five years. <laughs> so it is, you know, <laughs> it yeah. is remarkable. And, and for everyone looking to remortgage in the next six months or so, I would definitely, definitely start the process now.
1: Because that's something that a lot of people don't realise is that with quite a few lenders, you can book your rates, can't you? A few months in advance.
0: Yeah, if you, if you make an application and, um, you know, we usually we contact all our clients six months before their rate expires because that's normally the good time again mm. to actually start looking at the market, see what mm. your existing lender is offering you, see if there's anything better on the open market. And then you can always apply for a, for a mortgage at that time and then you're locked in for that rate. And then, if rates do get better or change, then potentially you've still got time to mm. to switch it.
1: Or converse a, if they go up, one. you've locked in.
0: You've locked it in anyway. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I, I think it's in, interesting. It's um, there's one eye on inflation.
1: So I was going to say. So this is going to be the next big question. Okay. Mm. So we are where we are now, but then you know there's been a lot of chat in the news over the last couple of weeks about inflation, and typically when we see inflation climbing, the mechanism, one of the mechanisms used to control that is, of course, an interest rate increase. So one could argue, couldn't one, that with rising inflation comes an increased sort of potential appetite from the Bank of England to perhaps ease back on the old quantitative easing and pop the Pop the Bank of England base rate up a little bit to kind of get yeah. control of things. How do you how do you see all that playing out?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the inflation is is something that everyone's watching. Um, but I think a little bit of inflation is probably quite good. For um, it's it's sometimes good to inflate away some of your debt. Okay. Um, that that might be there. So it will be interesting to see what they do do. Whether or not if inflation starts to, you know, hopefully we do continue to, to, to get out of it, um, the economy improves, mm. um, we're not held back by another lockdown or anything like that. And actually mm. then um, prices will naturally rise and inflation will naturally rise. It'll be interesting to see how quickly they do act. Mm. Um, because a lot of people are watching the Bank of England to see mm. actually how independent are they.
1: Well, that because this is the thing. So a lot of, again, you know, it's always surprising, but quite a lot of people don't realise that they are, the Bank of England is not governed by the government. They are no. an independent Correct. body. Um, so the, the government can't tell the Bank of England to put rates up. That's, you know... It's a decision they make on their own, <laughs> yes. or at least you know that's that's what it should be. But
0: I'm sure pressure can be applied in various places. Um, but look, the, you know they they they've uh, it, it's interesting. I'm, I'm sure they will they will watch this space, and and um, I would be very surprised if all things being equal, this time next year, rates uh, as low as they are now.
1: Mm. Mm. I do I do think that low mortgage rates have had a part to play in the current housing boom. I do, oh, Without a doubt. I do think that one agree. of the bits of the perfect storm has been access to low borrowing.
0: Yes. I think it's an absolutely key ingredient, uh, more so than stamp duty holiday, mm. more so mm. than anything like that. Mm. Um, and this is why lenders are, are able to offer such low rates because they've got a lot of cheap cash
1: mm.
0: floating around from government schemes like the mm. term funding scheme, mm. um, which enabled lenders to well, borrow keep, money keep from lending. the government. Funding, yeah. you know, they funded <laughs> yeah. money. Uh, they were able to borrow funds from the Bank of England at a rate close to bank rate for up to four years. And we're getting to the end of, of some of that. So mm. actually any cheap money that they still got they need to get out the doors Mm. they need to lend that's the proviso you don't Mm. just have it and hold on to it you have it to lend out Mm. um so all of this cheap money and the really cheap mortgage rates definitely facilitated
1: Mm.
0: a house price boom Mm. but it can't last forever
1: Mm, nothing no nothing lasts forever we know that (laughs) We know oh, that. True yeah. love
0: lasts forever, surely. That's
1: different, Monty. That's very different. <laughs> That's very different. But yeah, I mean, to that point, I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, but it only struck me when I was kind of putting my notes together for today. But I actually have had a 1% fix myself in the past. Have you? Yes. And it was in 2003 when I remortgaged a previous property I had. And this will bring back memories. It was with the Leak United.
0: Leek United.
1: Yeah, that, that well-known yeah. lender. Nice, um, nice, who,
0: nice, cuddly lender. They were lovely. I like them. Like they they yeah. were
1: absolutely lovely. But I had a three-year fix of 1%. And I remember at the time, um, I saw it I saw it advertised in the paper. And it, You know, just like, oh, God, that feels cheap. So I rang them up and, you know, went through the whole thing. And they were like, yeah, yeah, mm. you qualify for that, you can apply. Um, and I went back to my the, the other lender that, that I had at the time and, um, who I actually can't remember who that was, and, um, and they were flabbergasted and they were like, there was no way, even paying off your ERCs, your early repayment charges, even mm. factoring all of that in, it just it made no sense to stay with the rate that I had, which was around no. 5%, I think. So it's, I guess the, the sort of final thing I would ask you is, if you are currently sort of two and a half years into a five-year fix that's on a higher rate... Sometimes it can be off-putting and you think, oh, do you know what? I'm going to miss the boat because I'm already in a fix. And it's going to cost me to get out of it. But from personal experience, I ran the numbers and actually it still made more sense mm. to pay off my early repayment charges, to get out of my current fix, to go into a 1% fix. So I, is, it, is it worth sort of people continuing to do that now? Do you, do you think the same advice would would apply? in the yeah situation absolutely we're
0: in now? yeah I mean uh, we do those calculations you know on a daily basis for mm. uh, for clients and any good mortgage broker can can do that and actually calculate over the remaining term if it's mm. worthwhile mm. paying your early redemption charges and the savings you're going to make versus costs um so we uh, you know we do that and a lot of times especially at the moment it does make sense mm. to break your existing mortgage mm.
1: um mm.
0: so if you've if you've only got if you've got two years left on you know three percent or something like that mm. um then it might well make sense of savings so mm. i definitely if you're thinking about it don't automatically think you can't do it and you're going to miss the boat
1: mm.
0: just um you know get on google find your friendly neighborhood um
1: yeah get mortgage to broker run those and, numbers.
0: and uh and and run the numbers because mm. a lot of times it it does still work.
1: Mm. And if it
0: doesn't work, then then fine at least you know you're not missing out.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, FOMO, That's what it is. FOMO. Yeah,
0: exactly. FOMO. Yeah, I feel yeah. that now. I got yeah. you know, a yeah. 1.99% five year fix and now I could get a 0.99% but yeah. you know, it's it's not quite it's not quite worth it for me, but um
1: Yeah, but there will be people. There will be people who will find that it is worth it. So you know. absolutely
0: yeah so in terms of you know if you if if you are looking for a for a, for a fixed rate um, just make sure you understand all the all the fees involved and and the early repayment charges and and make sure it is the most suitable product for you because five-year fixes aren't the most suitable product for everyone mm. um, so if you are going to stay in the property five years you don't need any flexibility over those five years then uh, then it might well be that the best option for you but but make sure you take proper professional mm. advice before mm. you just jump into it
1: mm. and that and that's really good advice actually because in my situation i got a three year fix but it wasn't portable uh, and now you see yeah. but that was a long time ago so you know things have changed now yeah but things have changed now. they were very clear about it they were kind of like you can have this rate and it's absolutely fine but it's not a portable product so I had to, but but you know it worked for me at the time. I wasn't intending moving. I'd, I'd only recently moved into the property. To be honest, I hadn't, I'd only been there about a year mm. or so. So it was fine and it worked for me. But it is good to understand that kind of stuff because th- that can be, you know, if circumstances change, you've got to be pretty sure. Five years is a long time, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but it goes quickly. Oh, it does. <laughs> when you get to my age,
1: the oh day's come just on now. Slow. Come on, the days now. just
0: fly. <laughs> um but yes, there you go. So I think that's sort of yeah, it's a historic um time. It won't last forever, so it it is a good time to to lock in now.
1: Awesome. So well we will have to this will be one of the first things we will look at when we come back in the autumn. What has, what's happened to mortgage rates over the summer? There you go. Yeah. Put it on the list. There you go. It's yeah. on the list. Brilliant. <laughs>
0: Just a reminder, you're listening to The Property Show with Monty and Lou.
1: Now, staying on the subject of mortgages, is there anything else, any of your sort of product picks that you've picked up this week? Anything around, oh, I don't know, you mentioned sort of 95 and yeah. 90%, so that this is more for the first-timers um, who are coming perhaps to the market with a lower deposit. Is, them, is there a lot going on for them at the moment?
0: Yeah, well, certainly at ninety percent. If you've only got a ten percent deposit, um, I say only, but that's a, that's a lot of money. So yeah. if you're lucky you enough say, to yeah. have a ten yeah. percent deposit, um, Barclays have got a two year fix at two point two five percent, which is 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 reduced. And actually, Nationwide's three year fixed at ninety percent is at two point three four percent. And wow. last, two weeks yeah. ago. The best three-year rate was at two point nine nine, so you can see how far Gosh, that's that has gone down,
1: drifted down quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. five
0: years at two point nine four percent. So they're all under three percent now and getting towards the low twos, um, which is which is all very interesting. And if you've got five percent deposit, you can get three point three percent on a two-year fix, or which is still
1: that's still cheap. Yeah, you know, for context, that's still cheap.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, in terms of the rates we were talking about, and this yeah. is for ninety-five percent loan value yeah. mortgages, yeah. or a five-year fix again yeah. through Nationwide at three point five four percent. So there are now two hundred products <sighs> available for people at ninety-five percent loan value. Um, so you can see how the market mm. has been moving over the over the first season, really.
1: Mm of uh,
0: mm. since we've been doing the uh, the podcasts so there is a lot of choice lenders are getting better at um coming out of the their covid related criteria yeah so a lot of lenders now are back lending at four and a half times or five times salary mm. they're now taking um bonus income into account again
1: mm.
0: and rates are cheap so i think the demand especially for mortgages and, and for properties, is, is still going to be there over the summer. And, and actually, I think it's going to be a busy end to the year, funnily enough, St- even with the end of the stamp duty holiday.
1: Mm.
0: People are still going to want to move and still want house, a new, different... I'll say that again. <laughs> <laughs> people are still going to want to move for all the reasons we've discussed mm. over the last... Mm. 14, 15 weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, certainly from my perspective, it doesn't feel that the market has you know, screeched to a halt. You know, that there, there are still, um, in many parts of the country, there are still far, far, far fewer homes available for sale than, than are required to meet demand. There are still, you know competitive bids between buyers there's still a lot of use of sealed bids you know this is still going on and at a time when you would normally expect you know people talk about seasonal peaks and troughs and there is slightly you know you do kind of see it in the spring and then again kind of like you know back into the summer beginning of september because people want to be in by christmas but generally you know it's it's a relatively kind of flat pattern but it's just that the main concern now is that there are vendors who want to sell, but are concerned still about COVID and having people coming around for viewings. Mm. But the desire seems to be very much, as soon as this is over, I'm putting my home on the market. So it doesn't feel, and I, I kind of, you know, I've said this probably before, but sentiment fuels markets. And currently the sentiment is confidence. So I would anticipate that when we come back and have our, you know, first first show of the next season in the autumn, my my current belief is that I think things will have been very, very, very busy over the summer. I don't think it's going to calm down that much. Mm. Um, no, and, I
0: tend to agree. I tend to agree.
1: You know, and I think patterns are changing and you know, there, there may be, It it may be that we'll find that there's been a different type of mover than we would normally expect over the summer. But I do think that the current momentum, the direction of travel that we're seeing now, I don't, as you said earlier, I think it's kind of course set fair now between now and Christmas. Yeah. If I had to call it, that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't disagree with any of that. It's hard to disagree with you, Lou.
1: Oh. (laughs) Ask my other half. He might give you a different story.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm slightly scared of you. really. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. Not at all. Not no, at all. No. Uh, no. Well, thank you uh, for taking part and, and joining me on this journey. Oh, and, it's and awesome. And the first season
1: awesome. is done, and
0: we'll we'll take a little break. And yeah. Um, yeah. You know, will rates stay low? Will house prices rise or fall? Will we Lou have another ever housing? move?
1: Will Lou ever move? Will we have a new housing minister when we come back in September? These yeah. are all questions.
0: <laughs> all these questions and more will be answered yeah, in he... season two of The Property Show.
1: Because <laughs> that is the thing, right? Because by the time we do this again, I may have actually moved house. So then I can tell you about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And we have loads and loads and loads of, of topics to discuss. And, we do. And, things. you know, this, this this market is ever moving. um, And we really hope that you have enjoyed the first season. And thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for listening. Um, and if you do like what you hear, please give us a rating or leave us a review in your podcast app.
1: And don't forget, we're here to help with your property problems and mortgage dilemmas. So if you would like our advice, why not drop us an email to hello at theproperty-show.co.uk. We will still be reading our emails over the summer while Monty's on holiday and I'm moving house. So don't let that put you off. If you'd like to get in touch, we would love to hear from you.
0: And if you want the very latest on the property market from the two of us, please give us a follow on social media. You'll find us on Twitter at ThePropertyShowPod.
1: Thank you for joining us. Have a great summer, folks, whatever it is you get up to. And we'll see you in a few weeks time.